All right, so today we got Bruce Worf from First Baptist Jackson joining us today. Now, uh, Bruce, this is going to be a great conversation. Bruce is responsible for uh, the he's associate pastor of discipleship and family ministry, so a lot in his wheelhouse. So really excited to chat today, Bruce. Could you tell me a bit about your background, yourself, and how you got into ministry and found your current role at First Baptist Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really blessed to be able to look back and see how God prepares us for our, our present from our past. And uh, mm-hmm. just looking back at, at my own past and um, grew up in Kentucky. And uh, if you're from Kentucky, you got to be a basketball fan. You, you got to be into basketball stuff. So uh, really into that and just growing up around sports um, uh, in, in college, uh, really didn't didn't have a call to ministry quite yet, wanted to be a doctor and went on a mission trip, uh, a sports mission trip. And that really changed uh, the trajectory of my life. And, and um, you know, it was obvious that God was was calling me to, to ministry and kind of picking up on my story there. Um, it d- declared uh, just just uh, Campbellsville University in Kentucky, uh, kind of a it's a smaller Baptist school, and that's where with the sports ministry and education ministry degree, and uh, kind of got started that way. And I went into recreation ministry, coaching basketball at the time, and uh, did some college and student ministry, and uh, really got involved in those areas, and uh, worked at some some larger churches that had really large recreation ministries and uh, uh, got my way down here to, to First Baptist Jackson. Uh, my wife is from Mississippi and okay. uh, yeah, so she, she got me down here and uh, I've actually been here at First Jackson for um, for, for 15 years now Ooh. and came staff as uh, doing recreation. And uh, like I'd mentioned, you know, God preparing you for, for your present, you know, re- recreation involves working with all different ages and stages and uh, a lot of volunteers. And so uh, Lord opened the door for me to be able to, to go into family ministry and, and been doing that for about seven or eight years now. So it's been a real blessing um, uh, to, to work with our age level ministry staff and, and uh, kind of where we are right now. Absolutely. Well, thank you uh, for sharing so much there, Bruce. And uh, that is an interesting transition. So getting to college, like I current plan was to be a doctor, ended up getting on some mission trips, getting into recreational ministry, ending up in a different part of the country. And then uh, not only going from recreational ministry, but into family ministry as well. So got to experience a lot of different stuff. How did uh, having like that background in the recreation and sports ministry, uh, how does that help you, especially in the family ministries? Like, what are some awesome like benefits you're seeing translate really well? Yeah, uh, I think a lot of it is, is administration and just going from um, making sure that <clears throat> all those little behind the scene details that you know people don't see on the front end side, making sure okay. that they're taken care of. Uh, I, I think from you know, sometimes we don't like to use the word marketing, but even even a marketing standpoint of um, mm. you know, you're you're translating from promoting upward basketball and basketball leagues, and to trying to equate that with children's ministry, and so um, I think that's a lot of it. Um, but then also just the different ages and stages. I mean, how you do camps for preschoolers is going to be completely different for how you do it with with high school students. So um, those things kind of translate a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, uh, in recreation and 
family ministry ages and stages really like that expression probably going to start stealing that uh so yeah and that is important to like keep in mind what age what stage are you know these families these kids at so uh yeah that is super awesome helpful advice there bruce Uh, and one thing with that said so you've got a lot uh on your plate for activities there's so much stuff to do in ministry today like you mentioned the whole marketing aspect that's just one of many roles one of the many hats you're wearing as an associate pastor uh and so you've got in-person ministry stuff online just communicating recruiting volunteers so much things going on uh how are some ways you uh plan for and maintain like engaging ministry experiences for both in-person and online families yeah I think we we would all probably answer a lot of ministry questions different right now versus uh, February or, or January of 2020, uh, mm-hmm. just post COVID or or even in the middle of COVID. Um, so really going about how engagement, uh, I would answer that question probably a little bit different uh, a year and a half ago as it is now, just because mm-hmm. we think about even thing uh, even from a preschoolers perspective, um, how they react to uh, a smile or the raising of eyebrows. And so now you have volunteers that may have masks or depending on what state or, or what's going on right now in, in, in the middle of this COVID season. So uh, how you go about even engaging a, a preschooler uh, and their family and greeting them. I don't know how many times I've been to the supermarket and I, I can't quite understand what the person's saying to me when I'm checking out because between the mask and the plexiglass. So uh, thinking in terms of engagement, of really just trying to, um, I guess, make a process uh, that is welcoming, that, that it's inviting uh, to different people, and that the message of the gospel is clear. So uh, we don't want them to lose uh, lose any of that, whether there's masks or whatever protocols that we're having to go through. So um, really, uh, what's what's the the first impression that we have for, for families, um, for, for young adults, what's, and what's that lasting, what do we want them to take away? So, um, when it comes to engagement, really just thinking about, uh, as they leave from our, from our church building too, um, it's not just about Sunday, you know, it, it's the entire week. So I think mm-hmm. this COVID season's probably pushed us more into a, a season of uh, moving beyond just about Sundays and Wednesdays and how do we engage families and students and uh, the whole family unit uh, throughout the entire week. Absolutely. I mean, I love that, uh, you know, idea of just, hey, what is that first impression? Are we still being welcoming? Because like there are lots of things, you know, we did that were uh, kind of taken for granted before, you know, safety and protocols had to be introduced after uh, COVID and stuff. And so uh, still, even as we regather, and this may look different depending on like what state or area you're in, uh, that is always going to be the same. Like be welcoming, be here to spread the gospel, be here to teach and support. And that is something that you can always do and is always important as a kid's pastor and uh, speaking for things that are important in ministry, uh, what's kind of your mission statement at First Baptist Jackson? What are some uh, principles and values y'all operate by? Um, I think, of course, one of the main things when it comes uh, to, to family ministry and action in ministries, it's having a safe environment. Um, that we, we want a safe environment, whether that is um, from COVID perspective, uh, that is um, 
all of our protocols for check-in and, and pick up drop off procedures for, for all age levels. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's very much a value for us. It's also uh, safe when you think in terms of uh, students being able to ask tough questions. I mean, mm-hmm. this is um, uh, culture is just ever changing faster and faster. So being able to have a, a safe environment where they can, they can ask difficult questions and uh, that they have small group leaders that are, that are invested in them, that they feel comfortable being able to ask those questions and, and, and to dig deeper. So um, I think a safe place, uh, I think a fun, um, I, I think a fun uh, environment uh, where people, you know, kids want us to invite uh, their friends and they want to get mom and dad and they want to be here. And so um, we're, we're a metro church, meaning that uh, a lot of people drive in from all different directions uh, to okay. us. And so um, we, we want to have a, a fun environment here that connects the gospel to, to all ages and stages uh, whenever they get here. So uh, fun would be another one. And then really just excellence. And so uh, when mm-hmm. you think about excellence and consistency, um, those are two terms that I think in ministry a lot of times that um, even during this, this COVID season, maybe it's, it's difficult because of the lack of consistency. I mean, all of us are probably either we've completed our, our fall uh, calendar uh, or, or we're trying to work through it and uh, we have it in pencil. Uh, so we have no uh-huh. idea how any of that's going to play out. But, um, but the things that we do, I think it's more important than ever that, that excellence and consistency are, are there. And so, um, and then, and then really finally, uh, finally just, boldly proclaiming the gospel. I mean, that, that's the reason that we're here. And so um, that that's the cornerstone of, of really everything. And so um, we want safe and fun and excellent environments that to give us a vehicle or a platform to be able to communicate the gospel. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, boldly proclaiming the gospel is why we are here, but I really like those notes of, Hey, it's important that we have a place where your kids can ask tough questions, where your kids can feel safe, where it's fun. And fun's really important because as one of uh, our playlist departments was telling me the other week, she aims to create an environment where kids are like dragging parents back to church. Cause you know, uh, some folks may remember Sunday school when they were a kid was not exactly fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. You're sitting here coloring something you're like can I please go home and watch like tv or something and no that's not uh, that's totally in your control whether your ministry is like that or whether it is a fun and engaging yeah. and place kids want to yeah. go so that's up to you so if you think hey what's the impact this is having how are we boldly proclaiming the gospel but not only doing that but doing it in a way that's fun and engaging where kids are remembering it and they're wanting to be engaged so uh, that's really important there. So thank you uh, for sharing that, Bruce. And as you you mentioned, I like that penciling it in. Like we are planning in pencil because you don't know what's going to happen like three months from now, especially not six months from now. What right. are some of your uh, short and uh, long-term penciled in goals? Yeah, so uh, I think, again, personal growth uh, ministry flows out of being. And so just really taking care of uh, myself, um, and then uh, challenging our staff and our volunteers you know, d- during this, uh, I keep saying COVID season, but that's really where we are. And uh, mm-hmm. so trying to help them process and 
make sure that they are staying grounded in scripture and uh, that they're taking care of themselves so that you are able to establish really some of those long term um, long term goals. So um, healthy leaders uh, create healthy ministries. And so uh, we want to really follow through um, uh, with that. Uh, I think other long term goals are uh, or short, short term that leads to long term is really engaging our community uh, more and more. Um, and I know we, we had briefly touched on engagement, but um, I think throughout the past few months, really moving beyond our walls uh, here at the church and, and what that looks like. So um, very much a value uh, of that fun and fun value that we talked about is uh, how can we engage them where they are? And so uh, trying to create short-term opportunities that uh, where a long-term statement might be for our community is um, uh, we want to go to be, be a part of what First Jackson is doing. And uh, really, you know, is our student ministry staff or our, our children's ministry staff, to, we, we want them to be at ball games. We want them to be at piano recitals and, and seeing if families are uh, okay with their, um, with their small group leaders being there to support those kids. And so um, regardless if they're able, uh, if we're in a lockdown mode or um, whatever's going on, we want to be able to really take that next step of meeting them where they are. And I know that we have on tap a, a fall lunchbox tour for our children's ministry. We've been able to go visit the kids uh, in their schools. And so uh, hopefully that, that's one of those things on the calendar that, that we, we get to get going. Um, you know, taking Gatorades to local sports teams that are outside or football and soccer, soccer teams, you know, those are short term things that pay long term dividends. And so uh, really just trying to um, move beyond the church church walls uh, coming up. Uh, so that'd be kind of a, an, another short term, long term uh, thing for us. Uh, and again, I guess relationships, relationships, relationships. Uh, that's kind of where, where we are right now. Absolutely. I mean, that is a, a lot of info right there, Bruce. And so one really like the uh, healthy ministries come from healthy leaders. Uh, it's important to keep healthy both physically and spiritually. You know, if you're ever yep. not feeling healthy, it's probably uh, just a few things like sleep, diet, exercise, and then uh, spiritual health. Uh, one of our partners mentioned they like to just take a moment for personal worship every week, uh, just like by yourself, uh, just listen, even if it's just listening to a worship Spotify playlist and even like not uh, touching it and picking the songs to let, you know, God kind of decide where it's going. Uh, so like that personal worship, whether it's that, whether it's just reflecting and praying is super important, spiritually healthy, physically healthy. Uh, but then as you mentioned, lots of uh, awesome things sounds like are going on at First Baptist Jackson. So that is very exciting to hear. And I'm curious, what are some other uh, pieces of info or advice that you'd want to share with Kidman leaders? Um, I think just choosing, you know, probably really just choosing possibilities over problems. And I think mm -hmm. we all uh, have our are juggling what could be problems, but really in reality, um, a lot of them are, are possibilities. So um, trying to move all the, hit this, this moving target of, of dates that we have before us, uh, whether it's programs. And um, I think people uh, through this, through this COVID season, moving on programs to people and uh, whether it's 
your small group roles that you have or um, whatever it is on your classroom roster of really just being able to invest in them and checking on them um, and investing in them, in them uh, and moving beyond just, uh, I think as church leaders, a lot of times we get, we get so focused on the next event or the next program uh, that we lose sight of um, what the ultimate goal there is. And, and that's people. So I uh, really just honing in on that and uh, looking for the possibilities of, uh, uh, throughout the week that we have. Absolutely. You know, I could not agree more that it is. Uh, it can be easy to lose sight or get like uh, overwhelmed in the details. That's why it's important to make sure you're healthy physically, spiritually, uh, and everything. And you stay in the course because it is that overall goal to boldly uh, proclaim the gospel. That's why we're here. Uh, you didn't sign up for an easy job. You signed up for an important role in ministry. And so right. that is always great to remember. And thank you so much for sharing so much today, Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, Chris. It's a blessing. Absolutely.